Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Hey, what's up out there, podcast land? What's up, guys? Ooh. See, I've toned it down. A le- not quite back. as mellow as last week, so that was that That's was slow good. build back. Because I'm telling you, I listened to last week's, and I, I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> so I got a little bit back in there today. Is everything okay? <laughs> How are I, you? Hey, good. You sure? Yeah, a little, yeah. <laughs> okay, before we get started, Dennis... <laughs> First John. <laughs> First John. Well, and Lisa, too. She didn't really yeah, know. Yeah, Lisa, I'm really ashamed. <laughs> as many times as you guys have heard and I've told you to. Personally, I've told you. Now you know. Now you know. First time. Alrighty. <laughs> Just had to throw that out. <laughs> so, hey, Jelly Bean, you're mighty quiet over there. Yeah, I was trying to figure out whether I usually wear my glasses or you not, do not. When we're recording. I don't because then I can't read my phone. Yes. Just found that out the hard way. Yeah, so Mona and I are here just in a conversation with Lisa and Dennis Minor, and, and Dan's over here trying on prescription glasses. I think I'll take that pair. I don't remember my phone being this hard to read. I didn't know what was going on there for a minute. So, everybody good? We're good. We're good. Okay, we're going to go ahead and start since last week we did half a verse. Right. I want to actually get through <laughs> Church of Philadelphia. End it right They're now? too good. Right. So, we need to get to the bad stuff. Oh, okay. Let's go to Laodicea next week. Okay. So I don't care well, no how far we, we get, right. next week we're in Laodicea. All I'm right. telling you now. Hey, guys out there, here's a little behind. Let's pull the curtain back <laughs> for just a second, okay? No. Here's what will happen. Next Sunday at church, Mona will say, what are we talking about? And so then I tell her. And then on Tuesday when we walk in or before, Dan will say, what are we talking about? <laughs> You're right. What do we walk in? <laughs> and so it's like, I'm telling you now. We know. You know. I know. And Lay I won't say, even if we don't finish, I, was, I will, I pinky promise, we're going to, we're going to Laodicea. Laodicea. Is it Leo or Lea? Oh, gosh, I don't know. This is why we only get half a verse done. Things like <laughs> All right. There was something you pronounced the other day that I thought, hmm, I don't remember what it was. Elementary? No. <laughs> A thing in the Bible. That's, that's the school you go to when you want to be fancy when you're young. Yeah. You know, <laughs> not just elementary. David Morgan takes me and said, What in the name of redneck heaven is Ella <laughs> Men Terry? <laughs> <laughs> it's that school you go to when you're under 12. <laughs> Actually, I don't know what age they go to elementary school. <laughs> Depends Sherlock on where you Holmes, live too. you know, he used it all the time. Elementary. My dear Watson. My dear Watson. <laughs> Okay. Waiting on you. She's just in awe of the brain power she's in here with. I'm just I telling you. She don't know what to do with it. Wonder twins. All right. Night. Revel- <laughs> Revelation 3, verse 7. Starting in verse 7. Is it Revelation or Revelations? It's Revelation. Okay. There was only one Revelation. That's right. Thank you. Keep you I mean, on your feet. Did I say it wrong? I didn't say it wrong. No, I just wanted to, okay. just to remind people out there. Apparently, I can't remember if I say First John's my favorite <laughs> or John. <laughs> Okay. Oh, her little Facebook thing, I'm going to get roasted. I have a feeling after I, this. I know. 
And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, The words of the Holy One, the true one, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one opens. How many people you think try to undo what God has done? Probably, yeah, a lot. A lot of us. <laughs> That's what we talked about last episode. I know. <laughs> I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power, and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet, and they will learn that I have loved you. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. I am coming soon. Hold fast what you have so that no one may seize your crown. The one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Never shall he go out of it, and I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from my God out of heaven in my own new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we come to you now and, and begin this time of study and, and of sharing your word, we would just pray exactly what she said, hold fast, that we would hold fast to your truths and let everything else fall by the wayside. Heavenly Father, we just pray that this this podcast be pleasing to you and glorify your name and that it uh, spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and the good news. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen, amen. Hey, so what happens if you want to hold, if you want to keep something? What do you do when you want to keep something? Um, you guard it. Protect it. Okay. Well, there's another person in here who might be have another answer. He's sitting to... over there grinning like a well, he, he cat, did man. until you took the first two words that came to his mind. <laughs> uh, what, but before you decide to guard, to, to guard, protect, keep, what's got to happen before you get to that point where I really want to keep this and guard it and protect it? What, what, what's got to happen? You have to own it. It has to be yours. And you got, is another word I'm looking for? Of course there is. <laughs> oh, I keep thinking you have to value it. Ah, wow. you're getting close. Okay. What about this? Treasure it. Uh, keep on. <laughs> Bring it on home, Mona. I got you this far. <laughs> what about this? What about love it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know you, we're talking about when you're talking about things. Right. And, you know, how do you really love a car or a pen? We, we use that word so flippantly, right. I think, at times. But when he talks about, um, you have kept my word. Mm -hmm. So take everything you guys just said mm -hmm. and run with that. We're to protect. See, this is where we're at in society today. Mm. You, you stand what God's word says, and you're called an uneducated backwoods right. stick in the mud. Um, just because you want to keep God's word pure. Mm -hmm. God's word never changes. Right. It, it doesn't matter what happens in society. It doesn't matter if we're in a reformation or the Renaissance or, or we're in a civil war or we're in world war or we're in this God's word never changes. Right. Why does God's word never change? Because it's, 
God's word, and he never changes. Ah, there you go. So I say it doesn't need to. Yeah, and it, does, it, it right. cuts across civilizations. Mm-hmm. Right. And time periods. It's just wrong. Right. And, and you know, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something, but for those that will endure and, and patiently sit under trials and tribulations of where you're mocked or belittled or despised or whatever, fill in the adjective right there. The, he says, you've kept my word and not denied my name. You're, I believe there's a correlation there of you deny his word, you're denying his name. Yes, yes. I, I would agree with that. Because you can't, you can't uphold his name if you're not upholding his word. Yeah, or you can't uphold his word if you're mm-hmm. not. Yeah, if it, you're it's, it's a, that's a symbiotic yes. relationship. Yes, if you ask me, yes, that's a big word. Because that's who he is. Right, he is called literally the word. word. Right, in just the Gospel of John. <laughs> in the beginning was the word. Right, the word was with God, and the word was God. So when you're you're, and, and this is what I think people forget at times. When you're reading the Bible, and see, this is this is where I, I'm at with people when I say this, God's Word never changes. God can keep that Word pure because it's God staying pure mm-hmm. if the Word is really Jesus. Right. And so w- what kind of God are we going to have if He's so flippant and wishy-washy and mealy? And, well, the society has changed. <laughs> I was about to say that uh, we'd have one that looks a lot more like us than God, and, and right. we'd be in trouble. <laughs> Putting it mildly, yeah. <laughs> big trouble. You you flipped over there. Well, because it just I I mean we were just talking about Revelation nineteen, and it just I remember that he is called in in verse thirteen of Revelation nineteen the name by which he is called referring to Jesus is the Word of God. Imagine that, and right. he's the, he's called. Okay, let's go. I am the way. The truth. the truth. Now, we established last week, did we right. not? Truth is true no matter what the right. circumstances surrounding it. Right. Truth withstands the test of time. Yep. Right. And Pilate, this is one of my favorite thoughts. I, you guys know my whole, I hope there's a big screen TV out there. We can see all of history. I mean, we yep. want to have eternity to, to do this. So <laughs> I believe we can watch a couple thousand years <laughs> yeah. of history, you know, and God can bring. When Pilate said, what is truth? And he's looking it dead in the face. Mm-hmm. Every everything Jesus is, everything Jesus thinks, everything Jesus speaks, everything Jesus does right. is truth. Right. And I do like what First John says. There's no shadow mm-hmm. in him. Yes. Because shadow is a picture of sin. So when he says, you know, you've kept my word, it's because I, I believe it points to the fact we fell in love with it, we cherished it, we treasured it, we valued it. What does that do when you do those things? Cherish, treasure, value. What what would it what would it how would it show itself in your life? Well, I mean I think it would show itself in the um importance that you put on it, the um preeminence that you make it, the You've been listening to my sermons. <laughs> um and it, 
so I and I so I think then your life, how is it shown in your life? Well, your life is then centered around it and reflective of and right and show it and then then when that happens, then you're living it out and you're um, living the way that the word says you should live because you're taking it in and you're delighting in it, and so then it comes out. And and so if you're doing that, you you've got to be in it, mm-hmm. right? Well, and, and it goes back to um, their intent, patient endurance. You know, it, I, working with kids, I see this all the time. They get a new toy. Oh, this is the best new toy. I love it. I, I love this toy. It's going to be the best toy ever. And then a week later, they can't remember where they put it or what they did with it. Right. That's not, obviously, because it's a toy. and that's, <laughs> that's not real love. And so you don't really treasure it. You, you like the flash in the pan, the, yeah. the temporary distraction of it. And so that's the difference between really treasuring it and not is, you know, that patient endurance, it's not, you know, I, I know people who get caught up in the emotionalism of of being a Christian. And then the moment that comes down to just the day after day, they're like, well, where's God? He never left. Yeah. You, you're just looking for that emotional reaction. I want, I want to, I want to jump yeah. piggyback on that. There's nothing wrong with emotionalism. Right. Sure. In the context of you get emotional about yeah. Jesus. Right. Right. There is, if that's what you base your faith and your that, salvation on, some emotional, yeah. like, I'm a, I'm only saved if I'm, like, jacked up. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Right. It is in the nitty-gritty mm-hmm. every day yep. mm-hmm. coming to the, if you will, the trough mm-hmm. to drink and eat from the well of life. Mm-hmm. Right. Dude, I am I, I'm reading through the book of Job now. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's God's word, but hit it's me with hard. a brick. You mean you're man. not emotionally jacked at this point. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you have friends like these dudes, yep. I mean, <laughs> just take me out, Lord. <laughs> yep. So, but it's still. I mean, but I mean, you get in the middle of it, and today, what do I read? Um, got to get my Bible. And read. I mean, here it is. It's in. It's in Job. Uh, blah blah blah. Yep, quote me on that. Job, blah, 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 quote me on that. On our quote for the episode. Job, I mean, so we think Job is the first book ever written, and then these guys are giving their soliloquies every time Job says something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're going, oh, so you're Mr. Perfect. Right. Or he says something in there, oh, so it's fine when you're helping somebody else, but when it happens to you, oh, it's bad. <laughs> we all got friends like that, you know what I'm saying? But so we think, what can this dude know about anything? Mm. <laughs> Probably first book ever written in the Bible, we think, possibly. But I know my living Redeemer. Yes. Mm. And he will stand on the dust at last. Even after, listen to this. You want theology? Let me tell you something. All you need is you and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, Listen, even after my skin has been destroyed, yet I will see God. What? Mm Mm-hmm. In my flesh, the very sentence before you said your skin had been destroyed, and now you saying in my flesh I'm going to see him. I will see him myself. My eyes will look at him. You're dead, dude. <laughs> right. So d- my heart longs within me. Mm-hmm. So you're reading along, and yes, some of it can be. Let don't don't be super pious. Right. <laughs> Go read. First Chronicles, the first nine chapters. Yeah. Begat, 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 begat. Yeah. But you look, but now it's all God's word, number one. Mm-hmm. Don't miss that. It's there for a purpose. Right. And number two, 
you find so many nuggets of gold in every aspect, every page. There's some truth that God just will move. If I if I could ever get my church, Marion, and and anybody that I have any influence over. Dan, I got to tell you something, brother. I'm not going to tell you on air, but I'll tell you off air. <laughs> oh, Mona knows what I'm thinking. What was I going? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, if you if I everything. could give them one thing, and if I could encourage them in one way, it would be this. Fall in love with God's word. Mm-hmm. Because that's going to lead you where you need to go. Yes. If you have a heart that's open to it. Right. We say it all the time, but it is so true. We are so biblically illiterate in today's Mm -hmm. society. Mm -hmm. That's why we are where we are in today's society. I'm not getting into all of it, but there's so much going on that just I detest. Mm -hmm. It's not because I don't like people or hate people, because it's totally contrary to God's word. Right. Can we not all three agree on that? We definitely agree. Yep. So anyway... So let's just try to move on. How much time we got left, Dan? We got 13 minutes. We got this. Oh, my lanta. We're good. <laughs> so, but to keep God's word is so vitally important. And I need to be quiet because I'm talking a lot. <laughs> well, y'all keep on going. Let's go to verse nine. Okay. What's Come verse on. Nine? Roll what with. is it? Behold that synagogue of Satan. Well, he, I mean, he, t- talked about that. he talked about them before. Over in the church Smyrna. Yeah. And, and we talked, and we, so we talked about that, obviously, when we talked about the church of Smyrna, but, um, you know, I think that he reiterated what Jesus says about them is that those who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. And, and what we talked about before was those who, um, you know, put on a face as if they, you know, a church that looks like they're alive, but they're really dead. Mm -hmm. Um, so people who you might look at and think that they are strong believers, strong Christians, but Jesus knows that they're really not. Um, and so, um, he was calling, Jesus was calling them out, out, letting the people of the church of Philadelphia who were keeping his word and who were not denying his name, letting them know that he knows about those who are lying he knows about those who say that they are Jews, but they are not. That'll he, preach. He knows, right? Yeah. And and we talked about that before because we talked about every single church. He says, I know your works. And so he not only knows their works, but he knows the works of those around them. And um, and so, so he knows what they are doing and he knows what those who are against them are doing. And he knows what we're doing. Right. Dan, you got something? Well, I was just, you know... The, the end of nine, and they will learn that I've loved you. It's just any of these verses that where you hear that that God will claim you as his love, they, they just dumbfound me. I love yeah. them. Because, again, those two things are, are amazing that they, they exist in the same realm, that we can't deceive God so he knows everything we've done right. or will do even. And he will he will claim us as his own if if we're part of his family through Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's not, it's not like he's just going to love you. I mean, he does. He loves you so much that while you're still your sinners, Christ died for you. But it's the ones that that we good. 
It's the it's the ones that <coughs> accept his free gift of salvation. I mean, ultimately, those that don't ever accept, they don't get to go. You don't get to go to heaven, right? Just because you're you, right? You, you don't. Yeah. Uh, there, there's, and and I, I I I've gotten worried that we, and I'm speaking to the the group that we're associated with in a sense, the Baptist Southern Baptist. We've just become universalists. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know what grandma did on her deathbed. Well, probably grandma died like she lived. Right. You know, we we know of one in the whole Bible, right. and but we only know of one. Right, right. And so, yeah, the thing that God would love somebody, and I, I sort of stressed this a little bit Sunday, was is it, a crazy that God could love a sinner like me. And I put that on Facebook the other day. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that thought? Right, exactly. God would love somebody like me. So, and, and then if you go on just a little bit in there in verse 10, you know, this is one of those topics we were told we probably shouldn't address on right. <laughs> on our podcast. But, man, we're, almost, we're, we're two years in, aren't we? Two years. Absolutely. Over okay. 100 episodes. <laughs> go for it. What does he mean by him coming soon? <laughs> He's coming soon. You better be prepared. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were told, we were careful. I did that. Hey, here it is. I believe Scripture teaches a pre-tribulational rapture. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's what he's talking about because he says the hour of trial that speaks of a specific time frame. Right. And an hour has the time, talks about, you know, in the Bible. Obviously, the book of Revelation has so much symbolism in it. Right. Um, so you really have to take your chance in when he's being symbolic, John's being symbolic, or when he's just being truthful. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it can go sentence to sentence. Right. You know, I mean, right. literally. Right. So when he talks about the hour of trial, it's just talking about a specific, I don't believe he's talking about one hour. Right. I believe he's talking about a specific um, time frame. Yeah. And because, you know, that is coming, and here it is, the coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. Right. Well, if we go to First Thessalonians chapter one, which is, you know, right there about my second favorite book. I mean... <laughs> I love it because it talks about, man, I just want Jesus to come. You know what yes. I'm saying? Even come so, on. dear Jesus, come. Lord. Yes. <laughs> he says um, in verse 10, to, to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus took all my wrath. We just celebrated Easter. He yes. took my wrath. Right. Why? why if, if, if I have to go through the wrath then why did Jesus take the wrath? Yep. That makes no sense to me. Yep. And I know some people like who who are post millennials and God bless you. <laughs> I, I I look, I, I'm not I'm not gonna say that I'm right and you're wrong, but you got a right to be wrong. <laughs> I just don't see it. And, and but here's what look, and I, I just I just think that's preaching. And it's not because some post millennials are like, well, you just one, it's escapism for you. No, I believe it's what the Bible teaches. Right. Yep. Paul talks about so often that he's coming back. Paul thought he was coming back before he died. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he's coming soon. Now, does that mean it's it's um, immediate? No, but imminent. Mm-hmm. Yes. That means it could happen at any time. Preacher, when you think he's coming, I got no clue, but I know this right now. I mean, what time is it? Uh, six twelve is a pretty good time, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, yo. Yep. Come on, Jesus. Come on. Well, and I, and I don't know about you, but I have sat under somebody who had tried to say that it was going to be this partic- a particular day, and I just 
then just sat and stared at him. And fortunately, it was a big group, so he couldn't see me staring at him. But I was just like, how can you even say that? How? What? It's you, not you just can't. It's not biblical. One dude wrote a book. Yes, I eighty eight reasons know, why Jesus is coming in nineteen eighty eight. I know. Guess what? We're still Guess here. what? <laughs> you know what he did? That well, you know what that sucker did? And then he wrote a book. Then he changed it. Eighty nine <laughs> reasons coming in nineteen eighty nine. He missed something. Are you for real? Guess what? Dude? And a bunch of folk bought that mess. He forgot yeah. to carry the one. Yeah, yeah it was something <laughs> with pie and carrying the one. And I don't don't ask me when he's coming. Right, but. He is. He is. Exactly. And so we need to be ready. I mean, if he, I, I used to use this a lot. I mean, so if he comes today, you going you gonna to be drinking a beer when he comes? And that's the thing. There, there's so many people who have this idea that they'll get like a five minute notice. Yeah, like, like, all right, now I can get straight. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you you don't know any, any more than we know. Other could you than, picture this? You got me thinking. Could you picture a big countdown in the sky? Yeah. All of a sudden, there's a big clock. Five. Hold four. on, where to put my Bible again? Hold on. Where's my Bible? Let me grab my Bible. Let's that thing off real quick. I, yeah. I'm sorry, Dan. I just got this picture. I'm looking out the window, man. Could you see that cloud over there? Five, four. Y'all get ready. If it makes the noise my my alarm makes, I'm I'm done. You're done. You're out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, but I, I I love the fact that um, that mentions not just the world, but the whole world. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no one's escaping this other than through Jesus Christ. Yep. And so there's no side deals, no, you know, I'm going down and having a party in hell, none of that. Yeah, yeah you're not going to party in hell, I promise for those you. those that don't have Jesus, there's no escape at that point. Yeah. It's over. Yep. What we got? It's, uh, oh. Uh, yep. Five minutes. So anyway, <laughs> we're we're getting there. We're getting close. So the, and then it says the one who conquers. Now, how do what the conquers? Who who is the? How do we conquer faith in Jesus? Mm-hmm. We get victory. Mm-hmm. I, I did my um, sunrise sermon was on our victory. What yes. what it dealt with. Right. Um, now I got that song stuck in my head. Thanks. Yep. The one who I will make him a pillar in the temple because there was a bunch of and, and so I believe John is using some illustrations. There was a bunch of earthquakes. They they would happen a lot in this area of the world and fill it the way the church fill it was. So he said, "Listen, no matter what shakes, because he just talked about this hour of trial. Mm-hmm. Boom, you're going to stand there like a pillar. Uh-huh. That no matter what shakes, no matter what happens, if you stand firm. By the way, let's reiterate: if you walk through my open door, if you keep my word, mm-hmm. if you just sit where I tell you to, if you be patiently endure, and you just look for me, and if you then he said, I didn't deal with this there, hold fast to what you have. Guess what? When all of hell breaks loose mm-hmm. in your life, you'll be a pillar. Right. You'll stand when everybody else is falling. You'll stand. That's why Jesus said, build your house on the rock, not on the shifting sands. Yes, yes. And you'll hold, hold fast. And then he goes in this, and man, you guys should have heard the conversation before we came on air about this part. Um, he'll make a pillow of temple God. you never go out. And I'll write on him, notice, the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from my God of heaven, and my own new name. So there's three different, t- different names that we're going to have written on us at some point and and we were really focused on that last one my own new name which is just gets my mind i mean what is right. it going to be nobody knows i, I mean we looked at the <laughs> theologians behind me just crazily but it talks about ownership mm-hmm. characteristics mm-hmm. identity yes or identification with right. you, you and, and one i don't think i told you all this so w- one of the guys said 
the believer is going to be so identified with the marks of Jesus where unbelievers will have the mark of the beast. Mm. Mm. Yes. One leads to life. One leads to death. Now, there's always time, and I don't want to jump way off in, in the Revelation, but there's always time, as long as you do it before you die, to come to Jesus. But when you take the mark of the beast, it's done. It's, right. yeah. You're sealed. Your right. destiny is sealed. Right. You might think you got something on everybody else, but you got you got nothing. And may I remind people that it is a choice. Yes. It's not. It's a choice. Yeah. That you, you will choose. You, those who... Get the mark of the beast. Have chosen to get. They the mark know exactly. It's not. You they're not going to. They're, yeah. yeah. they're not going to trick you into yeah. it. Right. Come on, people. Right. You're going to. It's going to be an acknowledgement of you yeah. gotta have this. Right. So, but see, some people might get tripped up when I said, you know, it's, the ownership of Jesus. Let me tell you something. There, there's no master like Master Jesus. Right. There. <laughs> there's. There should. I, I. I'm getting too excited for words at the moment. There. There shouldn't. There's just nothing better at that point. I mean, to to be so close to him and belong to him so thoroughly that you're marked by him in that way. It just. I, I mean, the reality I is is that he ought to be our Lord and Master now, yep. and have ownership of us now. And I mean, Paul talks about he he bore on him the marks oh, of I love Christ, that right? And so. So really, when we get to this point, when we get to to where we receive these names, um, I see that as being a reward for always belonging to Christ. It's an extension of what's already yes, taken place. Yes, yeah. because, and we've talked about before, but we've talked about how that we're not just come to Jesus, say yes to his gift of salvation, and then sit around and wait for heaven. Um <laughs> We come to Jesus, we accept his gift of salvation, and we make him Lord, and we live that way now. What did Paul say? I lay, I worked harder than anybody. Yes. We're, we're to be laboring right. for Jesus. Right. We're to be his hands and feet. We're to right. be going. We're right. to be doing what he called. Yeah, you don't, uh, the Great Commission is now not now be seated. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Go, come and die. Mm -hmm. Go and tell. Yep. Yep. That's what we're to be. We got through all of it. <laughs> we were a little, we we rushed a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah, we did it because we said at the beginning we we're going to lay out to see it next week. <laughs> next by week, golly, next week I'm not even going to ask you on Sunday what we're talking about. Yeah, you're a liar. Oh. <laughs> Rude. You know you're going to ask me. No, I'm not. Now you will just because they <laughs> I said. <laughs> <laughs> she now knows I'm picking. Uh, she knows I'm picking. Even if I don't remember, I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> I might text Dan. <laughs> you know you're in rough shape, Dan. <laughs> so, hey, what big thought, Dan? Okay, I got one. I got one actually because I, I was going to throw it out earlier. Um, no, I love I love that you brought up that it's a choice because we're told uh, through what we're, the the list you gave. And I wish I had grabbed a hold of it right when you were saying it, but you know, holding fast and keeping His word, and then you will be a pillar. On the flip side, if you make the choice to not do those things, and the same thing with Him being your master, if you make a choice, if you're making a choice against Him. You're making a choice to let something lesser be your master. Yeah, you you're gonna be a master of one of two things: right. master of Jesus or master have a master of sin. And so, if if you're doing those things, and you're going to be a pillar. If you're not doing those things, you're going to crumble like the rest of them. And so, uh, what did it? 
Day later. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I just hit the mic. That's okay. But that was my big I, thought. I was going to alliterate something right there, and it was not going to be very nice. <laughs> no, not that bad. <laughs> you know, you do. You always say you should not. People might think that you're going to say bad things. No, I, I promise don't. I was not going to say a bad thing. You should approach. hear him when these mics are. <laughs> no, yeah. Not at all. No, it was just, it was just something that I didn't need to say. Well, Dan took what I was going to say. Dan, how dare you? So, I mean, because I was going to. For once, it's the other I was literally going, a first time for everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I was going to reiterate the things that, that are said that we, um, that what Jesus wanted them to do, keep his word, hold fast, and conquer and um and not deny his name and um that indeed those are the things that we have to choose to do you're absolutely right dan and so you totally did take what i was going to say but i think so let's remind ourselves then the other thing i was had in my mind was that this is the church in philadelphia that he did not have anything bad to say nothing bad to say and so and and I think as we read this, we can see why. Because yeah. of these things that they did, they kept his word, they held fast, they conquered. So. Yeah. And I can't wait. I wonder what my name's going to be. I don't know. He's going to give us all new names. I want it written on a white stone. Idiot. You reckon <laughs> that that would fit for me? I don't Doofus. think it's going to be anything like that. No. But it will be so very appropriate for me. <laughs> oh, I'm going. Let me just say. Oh, is that there. Doofus over there? I swear that's Doofus. <laughs> hey, Doofus. <laughs> Come here. I, let me make this for, I'm going to heaven. Yep. <laughs> I've accepted Jesus. Right. Like it, lump it, or leave it. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Don't you worry about that. Now, what my name might be, <laughs> push the envelope. Here's my big thought. It's sort of cliche. Eternity is a long time to be wrong. Mm. Mm. Yep. So if you're out there today, in all of our fun and all of our joking, here's what we all three are serious about. You need to love Jesus. Choose yeah. Jesus. Right. He died for, we're coming right out of Easter. He died for you. Mm. He was buried for you. And he rose again on the third day, defeating death, telling the grave for you. Mm -hmm. We worship corporately so often, but he died for you individually. Yeah. When we get to heaven, we don't get to stand with the group of Marian people. <laughs> you stand by yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And you answer for you. Yes. Now, and I don't want to really get into it, but if you're a believer, you just get rewards. What you've done for Jesus. But you still answer for what you've done for Jesus. Right. An unbeliever, you better run to Jesus. Mm. Or else you're going to answer for what you did your work. So anyway, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, help us to choose you every day. God, we love you so much. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, my name's Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church, and I got my home slice with me, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. I got my man Dan Jellybean over there on the mic. Yep, yep. Hey, God bless you guys. See you next time. Bye, y'all.